Something's weird here, though. Strange. Really unusual. You're really crystal clear. I mean, you're loud. So I don't know. Whatever. Who cares. Okay. Uh, welcome to uh, you know whatever the show's called. Yeah. Right. And and welcome to the crack. We're back at the crack. Oh, so you're li- live on location. On location. Uh, at the crack, uh, spreading around. Well, nothing at this point, right? It's over. What's over? Uh, COVID. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. I I have no mask on. Uh, I didn't wear a mask inside. Um, there's not that many people here, but you know, I gotta be honest. I'm a little. Uh, I don't know. I'm not ready to, for the masks to go away so much. Well, you know, and, and I uh, I I still do wear them. Like if I go into a place, looks like most of the people are wearing masks, and they'd be uncomfortable if they saw you without one. I go ahead and put it on. Well, I just because of my, because of my face is my deal. Do you know what <laughs> oh. I mean? Like I'm 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 like at least thirty percent more attractive with a mask. So, well, maybe uh, maybe a nice hijab or something. You're saying uh, going forward, you like know, transition into a masked career of some of some form. You're saying, right? I mean, if it gives you some level of yeah, but you who, know? who wears a mask? Just just medical people. Lone Ranger. Um, Lone Ranger is not a job. Okay, yeah. Ranger. Are there Rangers? Yeah. yeah talking, Texas Rangers. You're talking about like, a, like riding a horse? I don't know what they do, you know, but Texas Rangers. You no, know, I mean, I, no, I agree with, with you. Uh, look, I'm all down for a job that's that's like a masked job. Right? Um, Welder. Well, yeah. The fuck is that? You hear that? Yeah. That's uh, Michaela in one of the, you know, crazy people in the alley that should be, should have a, some sort of support and does not. And they're yelling at each other? Oh, she she she's done it all by herself. I see. It's a bit Tourette'sy too at times. <clears throat> okay, well, live on yeah. location, right? Like we, here we are. Oh, that takes me <laughs> back, huh? Oh. And oh, there goes Iran and her green green in the apron, and yeah, it takes me back. You know, uh, the smell of fresh urine. You know. Um, yeah. What else? What else? <laughs> Oh, well, so I think they've been getting a handle on what goes on here at, you know, when the, you know, the cats are away. This is, I mean, this is that, that long a break and this is the, this is the intro, huh? This is what we got. <laughs> like, this, is what we, this is what we, we're going awfully bombastic to start out here. Maybe. And there's so much going on too. I mean. It's a solemn Poor moment. Ukraine. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's it's a full on, you know, I wouldn't, you know, is it? I guess it's a war, right? I mean, this is totally this is war. Um, it is. It is war. Uh, it's a it's an invasion, unprovoked invasion of a, a, a country with a lying rationale. Now, who who in their right minds would have would ever do anything like that? Uh, dictators. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, you know, this seems like he seems to be following uh, Putin. Of course, seems to be following the same path that Hitler was taking, right? Which is, or the United States in two thousand three. Okay, well, we don't need to get into that. Let's go back to <laughs> let's, let's go let's, back to Hitler. Sure. Let's. I mean, well, I don't want to get all. I don't want to get all minutiaed in you know modern history. Um, no, but I'm, I'm saying he's skipping the whole. He's he's he went right from the initial invasion right in thirty nine, right, and then he skipped all the way to Stalingrad. It looks like, right, uh, you know. Of course, Stal- the Battle of Stalingrad lost the war for the Nazis to some extent, 
sure. Uh, it just turned into a, a, a meat grinder, basically. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. And Hitler figured, okay, this is what we'll do then. We'll just we'll use rockets and we'll just destroy every building in the city. And that will that will effectively demoralize the those people, and it's over, right? Yeah, only it didn't. No, it didn't, because all it did was create a bunch of rubble piles that people hid in and fought from. And, yeah. And that was it. And then winter came. Um, yeah, so it seems like this is, I don't think, I mean, I, I think you could destroy every square inch of, of Kiev, and I don't, I don't think you're going to get that city, right? That's exactly right. Um, so I don't, the strongest power in the in on earth is no match for a determined insurgency and we learned that in vietnam we learned it in iraq um uh we learned it at the battle of uh you know for american independence in 1776 uh the thing is i think we i mean we're we're seeing like we've we've been hosed like the last 30 years like like you know what i mean like russia was supposed to have this military that was right Oh, right, right, right. I mean, that's been the common knowledge since the end of the Cold War is that we, we don't want to fight them with nuclear weapons and we certainly don't want to fight them conventionally because they're a militaristic state, right? Yeah. I mean, if what I'm hearing is correct and, and they have now 95% of their military power is in Ukraine at this moment. They're, they're I hadn't heard that figure. I, I know that uh, Available army, yeah. <laughs> non-fungible army non-fungible um, uh, no the, this one's totally fungible from the look it's of it. totally fungible <laughs> you know, the point is yeah, the, there's nobody backing these guys up that are there there's no one you know what i mean there's no more military after these guys well i i hadn't heard that i'm uh, you know because I, I know they've got well i heard 85 percent, and that was a few weeks ago today i read 95 percent I, what I did hear, though, is that whatever we thought it was a couple of weeks ago, it's less than that yes. in reality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing here, I'm, I'm listening to this military strategist talk about it. The, the other thing that's extremely disturbing, right, is the fact that there's been so few air sorties flown by Russians. Yeah, right. Like they're doing no bombing. They're doing no raids by air, which is sort of suggesting that there, maybe there isn't a very good air force. Yeah, right? Like, like it's just not a thing that they have developed. Right. So interesting. Yeah, I huh. Mhm. It's really strange. I mean, you don't wait to do that. If you're already bringing in artillery columns, then you you know what I mean? Usually air support is part of Usually. That. You know, to clear the way and to, you know, hit strategic things. And the last thing you want is a 40-mile convoy sitting there like sitting ducks, right? Sitting ducks. And that's and exactly what that's they're doing. Exactly, yes. That's what's happening to them. They're sitting. It's worse than the Freedom Convoy. I mean, they really, they're not, you know, they're not moving. Um, apparently, Ukrainians took out, you know, a bunch at the head of the column, and now they can't get around them. And Yeah. Well, the Ukrainians went and started blowing up bridges along the way. Okay, well, where are they mm -hmm, going? Mm -hmm. Okay, that bridge is gone. This road's gone. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And I guess uh, the, uh, the the military equipment itself, I read another article that was saying that it's the real bad times coming soon because of the monsoons, the rains come to that region, uh, and it gets super muddy for like two months, right? Muddy, real thick muddy off the roads. If well, I, I understand yeah. that they're dealing with some mud right now. It's already starting, and the thing is, if, yeah. you, if you go 10 feet off of the road, you can't move, you know, unless you have specifically designed vehicles to deal with that mud. No, right. And the Russians don't have it. Yeah. It's almost like the worst planning. The, they, it, this is all done the worst it can be done. So, I mean, you know, that's good. Still thousands of people are dying. I mean, the issue is, how does it end? And does it end with somebody sticking a gun to the back of Putin's head? Uh-huh, right. Uh, he's certainly considering that possibility. Well, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't even want to send sit within 20 feet of you on the table. Yeah, I noticed that. That's weird, right? Because I was like, is that a COVID thing? And then I'm like, that's not a COVID thing. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a, you know, a very sharp knife to the kidney thing. Yeah, right? You know, it's a... 
what do they call it in Japanese? Uh, kabuki. Yeah, kabuki. No, that's <laughs> no, not it. But something like that. Pot of kitty. Pot of kitty. Um, yeah, he seems to be freaked out that like his generals are gonna stick him, right? Well, right. Uh, why would he think that, huh? So he just lost his nut. I think the thing is he started to get old. People freak out when they start to get old, especially people in power. You know what I mean? Well, uh, people who have known him for several years say this is a different Putin, and I have heard that. Yeah, like like a switch has been flipped, kind of. Yeah, and, you know, maybe he's going senile. I think he just lost his marbles because he, he especially with, uh, you know, this all starts with Ukraine kind of going, all right, let's, let's, let's get into NATO. Let's, let's have that conversation. I think that's kind of where all this jumps off. Right. Right. And I, I think he has lost Russia. Uh, Russia is going to be a better place when this gets all hammered out. Uh, Ukraine will join NATO. I mean, this, um, this, this feels like perestroika again. Kind of, right? Like, this feels like, I mean, this feels like the, the shift that happened for Gorbachev, right? Yeah, only only this time he's doing it himself. He's doing it himself. Well, maybe the writing he was on He has only the himself to blame. Right. But if you remember before, you know, it wasn't, like, there's a lot of saber rattling on this side, I hear from a lot of people, but, but the way you defeat Russia is not with military force, you know? The last time it wasn't an army that beat them. It was it was blue jeans, washing machines, pantyhose. And rock and roll. And rock and roll that did it. Yeah. And, and so this yeah. this time it's iPhones, what? Teslas. Well, know, it's MacBooks. Russians outraged at this invasion is what it really is. It's okay if everybody's starving as long as all the neighboring countries are starving too. Yeah, right. Okay, then it's then it then you can actually use your propaganda machine to go look. They at least they have it worse next door. Yeah, right. We're all on the same page. Okay, Ukraine I think throws a wrench into that logic a little bit, right? Because it's a westernized style democracy. It's right. They're not starving. They're not doing great. It's a it's a pretty poor country. They're not doing great, but they're not starving to death. They're not in bread lines. There was one Ukrainian who. Who said that you know we just you know want to sell determined we want to elect elect our own corrupt government? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny. It's like uh, Zelensky, right? Was a TV actor, like a comedian, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. like if Jim Carrey became president, basically, right? And then did really well. And then did really uh, well. Yeah, gets gets medium marks up to that point, and now the wartime president, the comedian, is shining. Well, I mean, the heroification, the glorification of of Ukraine. I mean, you know, I'm seeing memes like, uh, you know, uh, there's not going to be no sun today because Zelensky's balls are blocking it again. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and it's I'm thinking I'm putting myself in his shoes, and it's like, okay, the wolf is they're tearing everything up, and they're at the door, right? So. You know, uh, have you, know. you seen that uh, the the 2014 um, uh, situation in Ukraine? Uh, it's a movie. There's a documentary of it, really good one on Netflix right now called Winter on Fire. I think it is. Oh, I think I did. I didn't see it, but I saw it. When I'm... Watch it. Okay. You, you want the character of Ukrainian people? Watch it. It's sure. on full display. Sure. I mean, basically, uh, Yanukovych, uh, you know, Russian puppet was. Elected in a rigged election, and the Ukrainians just said, "Uh-uh." I mean, I, the hand. I did see some commentary, like you know, uh, Aleppo, Darfur, Iraq. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? What uh, mm-hmm. you know? I, now, now refugees are heroes. What about all the other millions of refugees that left those? So that is interesting. I mean, they did a similar thing in a, in Aleppo that they're doing, you know, in Ukraine. Uh, well, they just destroyed Aleppo, but um, I, you know, and it didn't get the same world reaction that it's, <clears throat> we're getting right now. That's what I I'm mean, saying. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there seems yeah. to be something here. There seems to be a missing ingredient in all of those for those million they, Iraqi well, refugees. What was m- different about the million Iraqi refugees? Like, what? well, so burkas. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they look different. Yeah, right? they don't listen to the same music. They don't eat the same food. Whereas Ukrainians. 
hey, they're 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 wearing Patagonia sweatshirts sure. and right. you know, and they, and they listen to essentially the same music and right. um, they're more you know, like maybe us. a little bit more Eurodance, but they're more like they're us. a lot more like us. Yeah, and you really can put yourself in that situation because they look like uh, us. Yeah, right. and you can see yourself. Uh, Running from bombs. Do you, you know? think it's more that they look like us, or more that we listen to the same music? We're culturally similar. <laughs> we're, there's some similarities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does bring up a, a which point. doesn't. That's that exactly. However, that's actually a little dig at our humanity if we can't re- relate to the suffering of of a city full of people being bombed into. You know the Stone Age, um, just because Burke is listen to different music. What does it say about our humanity? You know. Well, what's it saying right now? I mean, we have Nigerian students trying to, uh, you know, leave Ukraine that are being stopped at the Polish border. Oh, right, right, right. right. While their white counter, while their white student friends walk through. Yeah, I got no problem. Right. So it seems like. You know, we we go pretty far down the road only to find out that we're back where we were before still, sometimes. Well, right, or not as many steps towards that goal as we thought we were. Right, so when when do we evolve to the point where, you know, they don't have to look like us? Yeah, right. Right. Uh, right. It's tough. It is tough. Because you, you ask every person, they're like, well, I, it doesn't matter to me. I know every indip- every person polled individually will say it doesn't matter, but somehow collectively this is our policy. So we've got Americans that are going to Russia to fight for Russia. I saw that, yeah. The road um, into Ukraine is pa- as packed as the one coming out. People going to fight, yeah. People going no. to fight from all over Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, you know, I've been seeing that for a few days. But I read an article this morning about some guy from Texas has gone to Russia to fight for Russia. I see. To denazify Ukraine. Oh, that's right. He's selling the Nazi thing. He's, but... he's totally, totally on board with it too. Right. Which, and of course, he's Republican. Speaking of the Freedom Convoy, uh, what a, what a nice time to be on the road at you know six dollars a gallon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, right, <laughs> right. It's almost like it's they not... they knew that consumption was going to go down, so they're like, all right, let's get all these morons on the road. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> In the biggest vehicles we can find. <laughs> I mean, I filled my tank up last Thursday. It cost thirty one thousand dollars to fill my gas tank. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, I hear you. 17 credit cards. Split that. <laughs> totally maxed to the hilt. <laughs> no, it's true, though. Have you ever seen it like this? Um, not exactly, but uh, we've never had a pandemic and a war at the same time. So, And still, we're not even close to the per gallon price that Europe has paid forever. Yeah, ten bucks. You know what I mean? Basically, they're like t- yeah. t- between ten and twelve bucks all the time, forever. Yeah, right. Yeah, and we've got people crying, absolutely, t- absolute tears. Dude, I'll do. I'll, I'll tell you, gallon. it's worse than that. It used to be ten dollars a gallon in Europe back when ten dollars was about thirty bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's been ten and- forever. I'm saying so- we, we we are we live in a fantasy world here. Do you know what I mean with our gas prices? Well, it's subsidized oil is what it is. <laughs> Through war and subsidy. Yeah. Right? The thing of it is, the, uh, I, I, I think oil should be subsidized. We, um, we are, but we not are through ki- the company. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, look, we, you know, we have a, cli- a climate issue at hand. Yeah. Like all yeah. these individual gas engines is not a good thing here moving forward we got to get a mass so, transit system is my point we need to we need to greenify absolutely our, right well we need we need to do all of the things uh, electric cars but i'm saying uh, our gas prices which are kept low artificially are c- continuing our car culture in a way right all right sure 
I mean, if you had to pay $30 per gallon, you're going to start rethinking and you're going to start pointing the finger to your civic leaders and going, hey, <laughs> we need a, a transit system. Absolutely. Absolutely. All of the above. Um, whatever gets us off oil. Well, so that's one reason I would, you know, if if I were president of the world, I would nationalize oil companies. Hmm. Um, I mean, that oil is is not just where that pump is. It's a big reservoir that, ex, you know, extends. Uh, so just because somebody buys a plot of land and can get down, tap down to it, why do they get all the oil? Um, I don't well, think well, that's one. I Fair. Mean, but even past that point, I mean, is it it's Biden's fault that the gas is – you see what I'm saying? Like it's it, – it He's becomes, got nothing to do with it. I mean, look at these companies, BP, Dutch Oil, Exxon, Mobil. Like all of these companies last year were in the twenty thirty billion in profit, right? Profit, doing just fine. In in a time when all of us were getting the shit kicked out of us, right? Yes, yes. Like to, I mean, I mean exactly. twenty billion in profit now, and now here we are a year later after they collected their twenty billo in profit after I got the shit kicked out of me, and now they're raising yeah. gas prices to make even more profit, and I'm supposed to exactly. believe, I'm supposed to believe that that's Biden's fault. Well, so you'll notice that nobody ever connects the dots between what Biden policies are making gas prices go up. Nobody's doing that because there isn't a, a, a connection. He canceled the Keystone Pipeline, something that if he hadn't canceled it would still be in the process of being built. Yeah, right. right now. Changed the amount of oil that we've got. Not at all. Not at all. It wouldn't even be functioning for another year if they had never quit it. So, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so the reasons, though, that, you know, they're they're uh, trying to pin it on on Biden is it just don't exist. Um, I mean, we know what it was. It was supply chain interruptions, uh, you know, during the covid. What do you think of the State of the Union? I loved it. I thought it was one of the best political speeches I'd ever heard. Kind of was, rose to the moment, felt felt the gravity of the moment. Well, that, but without platitude. Huh? I, it was yeah. all just, here's here's what we got to do, here's why, and here's how. That whole, and, but, and, and beyond that, all of the progressive issues that I've been talking about for 40 years, actually, but he hit them all. He, yeah. hit, he didn't miss one. Yeah, he went into a little Bernie Sanders moment. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. Um, however, if we have a centrist as a progressive, that's kind of how we get it done, I guess, maybe. Oh, I got you. Well, you know, everyone's free, especially when these guys get real old, and then they're free to do the right thing because they know they have 18 minutes left to live. You know? Yeah, right. So yeah. I think with Biden, maybe they already told him, look, we're not going to run you in 2024, so... This is your second well, it seems term. Seems like Putin's gone a different direction on that, but I, I mean, I I think you're right. I think he he he, you know, sometimes senility gradually walks with you, and then takes yeah. over, and then other times it just happens. Yeah, so, this might be a just happens time because he he does seem completely. He seems physically different, also, like he's he's aging rapidly. So they're trying to figure out if that's Botox that's puffing his face up or or just what is that? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I mean, you can't get close enough to him to find out. Yeah, right. You know, they gotta, <laughs> yeah, Everybody's right. 20 feet away. Everyone's, the, you know, i, I got to run these tests from the floor beneath us. I mean, <laughs> I mean someone's going to shoot him in the back. I mean, that's it, right? Well, you know, and I don't wish for the death of, of anyone, but a happy day if that happens. I mean, Mussolini, they hung him in Milan. We're not all so lucky to be hung in such a beautiful city. You know? <laughs> well, from a bridge, though, but... Was it from a bridge? Upside down from a bridge. No, yeah. that's... You're thinking of... Uh, no, you're thinking of the guy... Uh, what's that guy's name? The guy the Vatican killed? Mussolini. No, no, no. And his girlfriend. You think of the, the bank guy that they found 
I thought they found him in London with bricks in his pockets. That guy, you remember that one? <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the, billions of dollars? Sure, he was like the head of the Milan Bank. And while that was happening, his secretary was throwing herself like off the 30th floor window. You know, as they were finding so, him. What was that guy's name? I'm pretty name? sure that uh, Mussolini was hanging upside down from the bridge with his girlfriend and a couple of other, you know people that were trying to leave with him i think he was hung with his mistress but i believe it was in the town square man i wish we could get some clarification on that um is morgan around is there anybody there we can ask uh well i, I, I dr I negative dr negative would know yeah right so i'm gonna type in mussolini death probably be photographs and everything i'm gonna say town square city square I mean, somebody of that prominence, that, that's a city square hanging every time. Okay, here we go. Mussolini death. And images. Go straight to images. Jesus Christ, really? Okay. Oh, okay. So that's it. They're upside down. Um... But it's not a bridge. But how the hell do you hang somebody upside down? That doesn't even make sense. They're upside down. Well, they broke their ankles. Well, I, I, well, I think they're already dead, and then you hang them up. Oh, you hang them regular and then flip them. Is that the deal? So, yeah, that's some sort of structure. Yeah, it looks like a park or something, yeah. I mean, it doesn't say there, hung in the city center? or No? I think there's a McDonald's there now. Oh, uh, Jesus, here's a... Ooh, boy. Yeah. There's some pictures of them after they took them down. It looks like okay. they got beat on a bit. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, people were thump yeah. thumping them? Yeah. Okay, well, we don't need to go into the gruesomeness. We I'm just trying to figure out <laughs> where it happened. We don't need the name of the, the square, but... I guess this is one of those mysteries. We'll... Um, yeah, it's one of those. I watched uh, The Spy. You watch that? Sasha Baron Cohen? Oh, I. you know, I have not seen that yet. Tremendous. Is it? Yeah, I yeah, would yeah, expect. Yeah. Tremendous, tremendous. Short, it's just a short series, but... Obviously, Eli Cohen didn't make it out <laughs> as a... Uh... <laughs> Spy, oh. so it's his story. So right, 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 uh, and I don't know that story. So real good, real good. And it's it's not funny, right? No, but uh, you know he brings a. I mean, he's a terrific, tremendous actor. So dramatic or mm -hmm, dra mm -hmm. dramatic or comedy. So no, I, I felt he was brought a lot of gravity to it. He did really well, I think. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Not funny, but there's funny I parts. I haven't seen the one with uh, Giuliani yet either. Oh, the uh, Borat, that one. Have yeah, you seen that right. scene? Have you watched that scene? I did, I did see the scene, So I, but I kind of want to watch the movie. I heard, yeah, it's pretty good. I heard good things about it, yeah. You know, Eric Andre, you familiar with Eric Andre? Oh, sure, sure. Destroys his set of, I mean, <laughs> at the beginning of the show so he you know his i think road trip is the name of his film which would be his borat kind of ah um, so it's in, in the same vein as that which is just putting people in uncomfortable situations okay R very excellent also hmm. yeah well okay uh something to to, to look for and that was the entertainment um, part of the show back to the war okay well I watched a really, really good movie last night. What did you watch? Called, called Fresh. Okay. And um, <clears throat> written by a, a woman, directed by another woman, um, and it's uh, kind of a horror, but it's a it's horror from a uniquely woman's perspective interesting yeah very very uh fresh fresh okay but okay uh, so there's the inner i saw an, no i'll do one more I saw another film okay. called, uh, called kate 
Oh, I heard about it. Okay, it was really weird and cool. Um, uh huh. Very gruesomely violent, like Kill Bill style gruesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, gruesome, gruesome killings. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn. So she she basically plays a female assassin who's doing her last job before she retires, and she's been poisoned. She has twenty four hours to live, so she goes on a revenge kick. Oh. As this well, as this poison's killing her, basically. Wow. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. It's real good. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> well, that's kind of the uh, the plot of what was that one where uh, Jason Statham uh, had had they poisoned him and crank. he had crank crank. That's it. Right. Right. He was gonna his heart would explode if he if his yeah right you know. and Amy Smart and oh yeah I remember that now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that part of my brain just fired up. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like that. And, um, uh, uh, what's the other one? Well, it's uh, set in Tokyo, too, with Yakuza and the whole deal. Oh, and, sure. Uh, it really plays like a, it plays like a video game, like anime almost. Uh, cause it's so gruesome. I mean, I can't believe the stuff I saw. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, <laughs> uh, crazy. And because, right. she's getting fucked up too. You know, what I mean, it's not like she's like Superman or something. You know what I mean? Like she's taking uh-huh. she's taking shots the whole time. So progressively, she's getting more beat to shit as the thing's going on, uh, and just starting to stagger because the poison's killing her. You know? Oh, right. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. All right. That's the entertainment. Part of the thing. Good job, everybody, getting rid of COVID, or at least getting to a point where all, we're all going to pretend it's not happening. So that's good, right? I mean, we did it, even even as as bad as Americans did generally. With you know, I had faith. Themselves. I had faith we would reach a point where we could all collectively pretend it's not happening. You know, I knew we could reach that point if we worked really, really half-assed at it the whole time. I think we could do is that, it. Is that where we're at now? I think we're there. Now we can, we com- can kind of pretend. We can comfortably pretend it's not happening. Well, I, yeah, or, or just ignore it. Well, now it's we're treating it like school shootings and racially motivated violence. We're just kind of, you know, it's just part of our life now. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, school shootings. School shootings, you know. Pandemic. <laughs> uh, you know, opioid crisis. You know, things that are just part of the, part of the deal here. Elon Musk not pulling the Tesla factories out of Russia quite yet. He is? He's not yet. He's not yet. Okay. That's what I thought more like. I'll tell you what. When they told me the ruble was like trading at like three one hundredths of a cent. Yeah. Like I (laughs) immediately immediately went online and started looking to buy rubles. Ah. Yeah, you can't. There's nowhere to buy them now. Oh, really? Yeah. Nobody's selling them. Nobody will sell them. Because, you know, wow. I mean, come on, you know Russia's not going to, right? I mean, <laughs> eventually things Buy are going to... the enemy's currency? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like it's the the best investment of all time right now would be to just, you know... Take... Well, it's only down about, what, 30%? Oh, no, it's completely tanked out now. now they say a ruble is now worth uh, the same as a contract with Donald Trump. <laughs> you know? So, you know, as in as in less than the paper it's printed on. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, wow. Starving and isolation doesn't work. I'm telling you, the only thing that kills dictatorships is Coca-Cola and Apple. You know? Starbucks. Uh, yeah? Amazon. Coca-Cola. You know? Western blue commercial. Jeans. Blue jeans. And- oh, well, right. Blue jeans. That was... For sure, it. Um, See, I'm not sure I, about know, blue, jeans. Do people, blue jeans and rock and roll. Do and people still that's... wear blue jeans? That's they're still a thing, right? Blue jeans, sure. Ah, uh, right. I mean, it wasn't wasn't quite what it was in the '90s. But that's how you destroy a dictatorship: is with you know, switch and Facebook and TikTok, and that's what kills it now. Is you know, the, you, your own people realizing that they're being denied basic things. 
Well, so, right, and that's, I think that's at, what's at the bottom of the big protests in Russia right now, too, is, is the people who, uh, some of them uh, understand that, you know, the propaganda that the state is, is, is dishing out is propaganda, and some of them are b- buying it, apparently. I'm seeing a lot of a lot of protesters, and here's the thing: is you used to be able to control all communication, right? That was easy back in the day because there was just yeah. there was just television, newspapers, and radio, and, right? And you had plants everywhere listening to what people were talking about, and they were they were pulling people off the street who were dissidents. So right, that you know it was pretty easy to control the message. Now you know the 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 government there is saying, oh, you know, it's Nazis and this is a liberation. Meanwhile, they're getting messages from people, family members, and friends in in Ukraine. Yeah, and and they're not getting the same story. So, I I think he's fucking up bad. I think so. I mean, I is that scary? Is that proposition scary that he's 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 fucking up russia well that he went all haywire in his head you know yeah and he's got nukes i mean does he i mean i thought they had an army so did they get rid of the nukes too we don't know i mean you know you know uh i i think we should presume when this invasion started i thought the war was how long how long did you think this was going to go on three or four days i thought right well, we certainly, right at the beginning, it looked like they were going to steam, full steam. speed ahead yeah, to steamroll them, cave yeah. and just, you know, and just take it. Right. Um, but that, of course, did not happen. And it's been a shit show, a deeper shit show ever since. I'm saying, you know, who knows what their losses are? Because I've seen the reports. It's like, do you do you trust what the do you trust what the Ukrainians are telling you in terms of the amount of Russian casualties? Ten thousand Russians, I know. I, well, you've got to take everything come um, with a grain right. uh, from whatever side. Um, everybody's got propagandistic reasons for fudging data one way or another, you right. know. And you know, I mean, we did it in Vietnam, uh, and so it's just what happens but, so but we're a couple of weeks in now but you begin to get you know stories that's because you're hearing them over and over and you're hearing them from different sources that they begin to sound, take on some credibility right and so i think we, we're in <clears throat> i think this is stalingrad i mean i i honestly think you could blow up every building in kiev and then you're no closer to taking that city I'm, I'm certain of that. Yeah, I'm Tank, certain. And of tanks that. are not good in urban fighting. Yeah, right. They're just not good. It's not a good tool for that. They they can't move around. As soon as there's debris in the way, you got problems. You know? Yeah, right, right. Um, uh, and then that that column, that forty mile column, right. However, in the south, they're doing better. They've got uh, Kyrgyzstan. Uh, it looks like they're, they're heading to Odessa. Um, so they're doing better there. That's not going to do them any good either. Um, I mean, you know, the, the bogged down army is just icing on the cake. But well, uh, taking it and holding it are two different things. They're not going to get it. They're I don't not going to so. get Ukraine. I mean, once again, determined insurgencies uh, are a tough go, and they <laughs> Ukrainians seem all of determined. Well, and and especially support at home. You know, as the the Russian economy completely tanks out. Yeah. Um, again, starvation and isolationism is not the. It, that's not how you destroy a dictator. So. So I think uh, China's kind of doing a dance around their new entente with with Russia uh, because it's not going well. Right. And it kind of goes again. Well, have you heard that story, too, about please don't invade until after the Olympics? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, Well, I think we all sensed that during the Olympics, right? (laughs) That that, that we were (laughs) waiting. I think everybody was waiting. (laughs) You know? Right, I mean, he moved. Uh, he moved 
you know, 190,000 troops right to the border. It looks like he was going to do something. Biden was saying, hey, he's getting ready to uh, attack. I'm sure they had intelligence that, you know. I mean, the only thing that's been really untrue so far is, you know, when when you talked about those 200,000 troops at the border, it was that was the invasion, potential invasion force. Uh, as it turns out, that that's the army, the whole army. So, <laughs> I don't, you know, yeah, right. So, uh, I don't know the size of the Russian army, honestly. I would like to think that what you're telling me is true—that they don't have a second punch. Look, this seems like a very, from the reports I'm seeing, this is this force in and of itself seems to be a very conscripted, temporal type force. I mean, they're young, young kids that are not soldiers. That are uh-huh. geared up. So even of the two hundred thousand, it doesn't seem like they're all mercenaries. It's right. Like, it seems like a, a huge portion of them are just—they thought they were going there for an exercise. Some of them. Right. Special military uh, operation, I think, is the term that they didn't even tell war. them. They didn't tell them what they were doing. Yeah. Right. That's not good. They're, they're going to help Russian separatists in Donetsk. Imagine the D-Day invasion, but half the Americans don't didn't realize that was happening when they arrived. Yeah, right, right, right. What a mess. It's it's a huge, yeah. I mean, who would have thought would there have been a European war uh, a month ago? It's because God won't let me be successful, I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you know, I mean, yeah, I, right? I, I mean, I, I, I saved my company. I did all crazy things at a sh- at a spit and polish over the last two years. Do you know what I mean? Like some yeah. kind of savant making it happen, o- yeah. only to have this happen now. And I have no solutions for this. For, for Russia, I have no Ukraine? solutions for this. I mean, I, he could easily well because a- we don't know what's going. We don't know what, how. It's, we don't know the end point. We don't know what what it's going to be like at the end. I mean, we're certainly lots of predictions about how he's really fucked Russia. and Yeah, but everybody around him, you can't, with a dictator, you can't give them bad news, right? Because they'll kill you. He's he's surrounded himself with yes men because yes. right because he'll kill you otherwise. Oh, he'll kill you. So now every not so he's not even getting. Who knows if he even knows what's happening? You know what I mean? I strongly suspect that you know, like our own, uh, you know, politicians who surround themselves with yes men are not getting accurate. Information. Well, thank God we don't have to worry about anything like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank God we're in a Western-style democracy where you know, uh-huh. all our information is true. <laughs> yeah, well, about that Western-style democracy. <laughs> Rubio doesn't go to the State of the Union because he says he forgot he had to get tested. Yeah. <sighs> What, a dick. what about Miley Virus and Clan of Montana standing up and booing? Uh, uh, can you? Uh, well, yes, you can believe it. Yes, you can believe it. Absolutely. The you know I hate the word bimbo, but bimbo troll was pretty probably the first thing I thought of when I saw them up there, you know, dancing around and hollering and screaming. And, I think my I think Miley Virus is the best. Yeah, right. I, you know what I mean? I, I like that. Hannah, what? No, Clanna. Clanna Montana. Clanna, Clanna, yes. Clanna Montana. <laughs> like, it's a, fun, it's a fun joke, but, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, no, uh, Bo, Bobert actually proves that anybody can become a politician. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Well, Marjorie Taylor Greene as well. She She's not the sharpest tool in the shed. You know, and if they're going to want to see Conjada Brown Jackson's uh, LSAT scores, then then I want to look at Bobert's GED. Let's pull that, right. let's pull that up. All right. Yes. I can't believe that. So. I can't believe they asked to see her LSAT scores. She's a sitting judge. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> some guy in some guy in LA was like, "I have one of the most prestigious law firms in the country. I have interviewed." hundreds of hundreds of lawyers to come work for this firm we don't even ask them to see their lsat scores i've (laughs) never heard of he's like i've never heard of that before it's absurd (laughs) 
You know what I mean? Like, what? How'd you do in college? What'd you do? What'd you get in chemistry in college? What the <laughs> fuck are we talking about here? She's a judge already. And you see the can well. you see the picture of McConnell shaking her hand? No. Yeah, if I was going to paint that Andy Warhol style, the title would be uh, First Time Touching a Black Person. <laughs> like you can, oh, God, I, I remember that. You should see the picture. I mean, it looks like he just dumped a load in his diaper. That's what it looks like. <laughs> that look on his face like, oops, I did it again. So, fucking McConnell. He, right? Can you imagine if that was your he, grandfather that you got to like kiss his ass and try to get some money from him at the holidays? Can you imagine? <laughs> McConnell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, come sit on come sit on grandpa's lap. He must hate them though. What do you mean, people? No, um Klana and the other one. Miley Virus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny as we can say that. As long as we don't say them together, we're fine there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like, how do you know who I was talking about? <laughs> All right. Uh, every time I see Bobert, it's just but like, I did. You know, you know? I, I can see her just like asking to see the manager. You know what I mean? Green too. <laughs> like that's what I imagine her saying most is, "Hey, I want to talk to your manager." I want to. <laughs> Before she got into, you know, Congress. We said we wanted a blue car, and this one's red. Well, you know, you don't get to guarantee the color. You're just getting the make and model. It's a, you know, it's there's a lot of. It was red on the website. Okay, well. And I did not, I specifically did not want undercoat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you skip that clear coat, you'll get oxidation. It'll cost you a lot more. <clears throat> yeah. No, I see my check engine light. I'm just like, this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> it's driving down the road. You know what I mean? It's you're, you're running now. I mean, we're we're driving while you're showing me this, so it's working now. Oh, shit. Now, you know that's bad when you take your car into the dealership to get it fixed, and then they're like, hey, well, you know, while they're doing that, we're figuring this out, let's go look at the new ones. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's, this is going to be so expensive, it's better for you to buy a new car. You know? All right. Um, well... I mean, Tim doesn't do that, though. Tim, yeah, we can fix that. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, there's those guys, too. Yeah. I got a used part here, and... Uh... Hey, these kind of match. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just don't go over and it, 60. And it works. Or or you go in... I mean, you know, what mechanic does this? You go in, uh, hey, I think something's going on. With, with this, there's this noise. I ah, don't worry about that. <laughs> what? You, no, you know, because I, I just got burned by this place. I took my car in, you know, to for a light, mm -hmm. for a light, right? They fixed two things on the car. The next day, there's five things wrong with the car. Ah, right. Doesn't that make you suspicious? I mean, like five different things are wrong with it now. Right. Leaking, split. I mean, things that look like somebody took an exacto and broke something. Yeah, right. you know I mean? like, I, like I'm never even driving by that fucking place again. That's it. Yeah. Unbelievable. They must have seen me coming. They're seeing everybody coming. He, this guy, did the joke. He ran my credit card at the thing, and then he was staring at the thing, like dramatically, theatrically staring at the <laughs> machine. Waiting right? for me to yeah. say something, and I was like, oh, well, "What does it say?" And he's like, "Hold for FBI." <laughs> yeah, he's a funny. He's a comedian. The guy's a comedian. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's funny. It's very funny. Old room full of people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a drunk woman coming down the alley. Okay, reporting live from the fall <sighs> of civilization. Yeah, no kidding. She is just stumbling down the alley and t she's talking on her phone. And she sounds like she's having a good time. Uh, she was smiling, so yeah. She's drunk. I mean, what? You know what she's I mean? drunk. I smile the whole time. I'm drunk right up till I start crying. <laughs> you ever do that number? Well, no, because I'm wearing a mask. No, I'm saying, do you ever you ever drink yourself into sadness? You ever do that? 
I don't think I've ever done that. Okay. Well, you know, I don't think I've ever just done letting that. the best in life pass you by. I think. I, yeah, right. I guess so. Uh, World War Three could happen at any moment. So we're again, we're back to the mid '80s. You know what I mean? We're afraid of Russia. Gas is having a problem. Is it? Is it uh, nuclear bombs? That, is that the only reason we don't establish a no-fly zone over Ukraine? It's a pretty good reason. It's a pretty good reason. I mean... I thought it was generally understood we're not going to use nuclear weapons. I mean, I thought we were at that point. Like, we have them, but we're never going to use them kind of thing. Somebody forgot to tell Putin. I mean, well... Okay. He's threatening. He's threatening nuclear weapons. Okay, so let's say they squeeze one off and they blow up Kiev with a with a nuclear bomb, right? I I don't think they intend to do that. It, they would use it against us, basically. I mean, a nuclear war? Like, how is it? <laughs> how is that? <laughs> how is that going to fix it? I guess that that, that well, stops the Nazis in their tracks, huh? Denazification. Denazification. We're going to irradiate the entire planet and kill everything. <laughs> yeah. Right. And get rid of those Nazis. Man, he must hate Nazis. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> really, he really has it in for them. Right? Um, I don't know. Like, when you're a fascist yourself, though, it seems more like rhetoric than anything else. Well, I think we're getting back to are there aliens? You know, this kind of scenario kind of makes you go, well, you know what? Maybe maybe there are, but they just will never meet them because inevitably any society that can do that ends up destroying themselves. Yes. Just because a one guy is getting old, it doesn't want to give up power, doesn't want has had so much, is so drunk on power for decades now, right? You know, I I've never I've never experienced a war that could be pinned down to just one guy. Of course. Like of this course one. not. Right, of course. I mean, you know what I mean? Advisors and da-da-da, business, the business of war, right? Uh, but this feels like that a little bit, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like this is a lunatic? Are we being a sold lunatic. at? Is that a bill of goods? We're being. You're saying that's a bill of goods. That's not true. No, no, no. I think that's exactly true. Uh, he's a psychopath anyway. So this is the one counts. time when the propaganda lines up with the truth, right? Yes, right. Right. That one one crazy guy is trying to destroy the world. You know, because I'll, I'll go completely off the rails conspiracy theory and go, you know, it's not, the, the way this is playing out seems like everybody involved had a discussion beforehand. The United States, Russia, China, like they all made decisions. Like this was all worked out ahead of time. Right, especially with China. I mean, I but think I don't so. Think China, I think China's feeling a little bit blindsided, though, by this whole situation. Believe me, China is is tickled pink that this is happening because this means Taiwan becomes more possible, right? Okay, so that you bring up an inter interesting question there. Right. Does it? Um, I, I, they're look, you know, because it's turning out that well from for for Russia, right. the same similar idea. It's not turning out that – so maybe it it's making it less likely. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's going well. Yeah, right? Uh, particularly with the reaction of, of the West. NATO has never been stronger. I mean, However – When you got Sweden wants to be in NATO now, it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, Switzerland. However, people in, in Taiwan don't look like Europeans Correct. like Ukrainians do. Correct. So will that make a difference? I'd um, like to think not. Okay, well, based on the fact that it's always made a difference, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> right, right. yeah. seems seems like it would. So, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Like the last gasp of war and dictator, and every every conflict now seems like it's the last one. Like you know what I mean? Like this idea is so dead. This idea yeah, right. of war, this idea that war to to forward X Y Z, this is dead thinking. Yeah, how do we how do we let these psychopaths get in in a situation where they're able to you know bring to bear all of the military forces of a country? Well, it sounds like they told them one thing, and I mean, it seems like they lied to their own army about what was happening. So, oh um, well, I, yeah, I think 
that's been amply indicated. It just makes no sense. Of course this, I mean, of course this wasn't going to work. Unless, again, the yes man thing, he thought he his military was more mighty than it was because of what he was being told. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because the Air Force guy couldn't come to him and go, look, we don't have an Air Force. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't, we don't, we can't fight a war with the, with these planes. Well, however, now what kind of news is he getting? I'm, he might be getting news about how great it's going and how the whole world yeah, right. is the whole world is in favor of him. And do you know what I mean? He might be completely insulated, completely. You know, possibly, but I, I suspect he's he knows at least what you and I here in the West know. You would hope, so, right? Right, right. He's you know he. You can't run a war based on. Can, can we just you know, fast the forward ar- the army that you wish you had? Look, let's just fast forward to him sticking a gun in, in his mouth in a bunker. Can we? Right, just fast I, you know, to I mean, that. is it? I really see the end game, the long term end game here, as Russia gets a better government, Ukraine gets you know self determination, um, and. I think I think Ukraine winds up in NATO. That's the other uh, irony is that uh, Putin finally gave NATO a, a raison d'être. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in fact, the European Union has already given Ukraine some provisional status to do some trading or something. Like, yeah, like exactly. A, like they're going to exactly. join the EU soon. And Finland's going to get in there too. Yeah, Finland's like, ah, oh, fuck it, we'll join. Yeah right. <laughs> well, no, the one was for me was uh, was Sweden. You know what I mean, or Switzerland? Oh right. Yeah. Abandoning neutrality. Okay, enough for the, neutrality. The first time in five hundred years. Yeah. yeah, crazy, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? yeah, speak, well, if they're, yeah. gonna, if they're not being neutral anymore, can we get our hands on that Nazi gold they're holding? You know. Yeah right. <laughs> you feel like opening those vaults up? You know. Yeah right. Oh no, we're gonna go back to uh, safe haven. Yeah, we got we got we got survivors from the Holocaust. We'll park your money. Well, we I got an idea of tons of accounts that money can go into. (laughs) I got a couple of ideas myself. Yeah, start at the Holocaust Museum and just start tracing relatives. Yeah, put it all in rubles. Here you go, convert it to rubles. I can't believe I can't (laughs) buy rubles right now. Oh, but then my buddy's like, no, you can still buy physical rubles, but you got to go to exchange places like in L.A., like Los Angeles, or something. Oh, uh, really? Like, is there still, there's still thing, you know, in theory, you know, Russians that come here that have rubles that want to exchange them like that. Oh, right. So they have them. So. Okay. So there's. So you bring $20, you bring $20 Federal Reserve note, a wheelbarrow to hold the rubles. And <laughs> uh, somebody's right. going to get so rich when all this thing ends and everything goes back to normal. Think about those people that work up. Fucking A. This is better than Bitcoin. (laughs) 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 Rubles. Like, am I a piece of shit because I looked that up like two days into the conflict? Like, is that, that's a problem with me, right? Well. Like, how can I make money off of this? Hey, it's just, you know, it's where we live capitalism well, apparently not because i wasn't able to buy any so yeah right <laughs> but you did look i did look i did look <laughs> so, i've looked up how to open a chick-fil-a franchise too i've looked i've yeah, looked right. that up okay so the, yeah boy they got a scam running you pay 50 grand for the application right chick-fil-a yeah just to apply, okay. just to apply is fifty k. It doesn't mean you're getting it. Oh, now that okay, it's that girl, and she's with a guy who's also drunk now. I mean, it's a little early. So, it's a little early. A little be, early. A little early for me. It's not for too sure. early to be smashed, but it's early. Apparently not, because there it is. Look, there's no look. If I go into an airport, I can I can get a bloody mary anytime I want. You know what I mean? That's yeah, true. So that is true. Six in the morning. Six in the fucking morning. You better believe it. Bloody Mary. A two-hour layover. I'm going to sit here sober. Yeah. 
Oh, I found out though. If you get drunk in the in the bar in the airport, they know about it when you get to the plane. Oh, really? Oh, fuck and yeah! They're gonna restrict your drinks on the plane. Absolutely. They said I had yeah. to eat something first. Right. So I'm like, well, let's go then. Chicken, chicken or fish? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Duck Lorange. I don't know. Do, can you get duck Lorange in the airport? Probably. No, not. but you can buy orange marmalade and a fried chicken. Go that route. <laughs> Go that route. Just dump it and right on you, there. Yeah, that's as close as you need to get. It's close enough. It's close right. enough. Right. <laughs> uh, some nightmare one time. I was flying back from Asia, and I was stuck in the airport in China for like 11 hours. I think it was Beijing, actually. Like, a, like 11 oh, really? hours. Yeah, 11 hours. I couldn't leave the airport, right? Like, All right. Like not even to go outside to smoke because it it's a no-smoking facility. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you imagine? Shit. You imagine flying for many hours to get to an airport and all you want is a cigarette and now you're here for another 11? But, yeah, but you're in a totalitarian country <sighs> and they just, they just don't allow that. The newspapers were great, though. Like the English-printed newspapers there were so awesome. It was just like all how great China is. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> Another victory for our agricultural director. <laughs> All of China is celebrating the achievement of, you know. of our 40th five year plan. 40th five year plan. <laughs> hey, at least they got plans. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> Here in America, where we all have like a, you know, oh, okay, pray to the invisible hand of the market. Oh, my God. The invisible hand of the market is invisible because it's hiding what it's doing from you. <laughs> exactly. That's why you can't see it. It's by design. It's pretty much it. No, but we do love America. And I, I think, um, you know, as we start to wrap the show up here. Um, look, don't get uh, everybody, just speaking directly to people, don't get all freaked out about World War Three. Okay. I I think there's a good there's I mean maybe not day one day two or day three but on by day four it was beginning to look like hey this might actually turn out all right not for the people that have been brutally killed obviously right. yeah but in the long term for Ukraine for Russia it could turn out improved. Yeah, and let's just hope, uh, you know. I think there's a decent chance of that. You know, I'd like to think we've reached the point in history, human history, where one madman can't destroy everything. Well, I I don't think he anticipated this reaction from the West either. Or from his own people. I think it's it's very gratifying to see those protests all over Russia. Yeah, right. Um, and, you know, it means a lot. It's a different, you know, protesters you know, have problems here in the States, but a lot of it's just speech. I mean, you know, th those are real issues over there in terms of what yeah. happens to you when they take you. you know? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's risking for real. So anyway, I mean, uh, let's hope you're right. Let, let's hope that, uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's, we don't know where this is going still, but, uh, I'm, we're hoping for the best, and you know, and and for the people that are, have surrounded Putin, um, you know, this is going to come down to, you know, what they're able to do, to some extent. So they could take the uh, the Lindsey Graham option. <laughs> this has got to be the end of this, you know. <laughs> God Almighty! It's like what's you know, and, and the great thing is, after all this is completed. Then we're still left with the planet is boiling. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Um, and and we're living with the COVID. You know all this fucking shit to polish the get the coffin all nice and polished for us. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? We like we can still save the planet. There's still time for that. You know. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be uh, in, enduring some extreme weather. Probably for the rest of our lives. How dare you? <laughs> right? <laughs> You're focusing on this political nonsense when meanwhile carbon production's up 30% over the last five. How blah, blah, blah. How dare you? Uh, how dare you? Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think? 
How dare you? How dare you, everyone? <laughs> um, thank you for listening to, well, we don't really know the name of the show at this point. Um, um, we're changing oh, the name of the show, but we're going to lose a lot of you by doing that. <laughs> what were we going to change it to? We had a, we had a, we had something. Uh, either mind. legitimate discourse. Oh, right. Yeah. Or legitimate political discourse. But I think legitimate discourse is better. It is. However, that's old news too, though. That is old news. Okay. So that's off so, the table. Right. Yeah. That's off the table. Okay. Fascists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fascists. Oh, you fascists. <laughs> Dodged a bullet. Well, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that uh, Zelensky's balls have their own gravitational pull. Good morning. <laughs> yes, we did. We did learn that. We learned that the spirit of the Ukrainian people is <laughs> one of the better things that we have available on the planet. So, uh, indomitable. Absolutely. And, of course, we're all rooting for an end, a swift end to this uh, war. I've got one yellow sock and one blue sock on. Uh, well, my teeth are yellow. And, uh, and my and, and my balls are blue. and the sky is and, blue. and my balls are blue. So that that works out perfectly. <laughs> oh, well, um, right. No, but in, in all seriousness, though, I, I think uh, you know we've done a good job, or we've done a job getting past COVID. We're rebuilding this society. Uh, I think some of us here aren't aren't wanting it rebuilt. I so I see American fascism on the wane to some degree. Uh, not as much as I'd like, but. I feel like Trumpism is is in decline. I feel like the world is being denazified. <laughs> you know I mean? Careful. And, but no, well, no, no. Not, Careful, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Not because oh, of. Yeah. Not because of. I, I do too. I do too. I'm not sure I'd use that phrase. Well, I'm I'm saying his war of a, his war of aggression is is pulling all sovereign nations together in in a community. In a way that I've never seen in my entire life. I haven't seen it in my life. I only read about it, and it, it was a guy. Yeah. It was a guy with a jacked up mustache, and <laughs> you know what I mean. And, and yeah, right. Yeah. I hate to say, you know, this feels like I'm really falling into the propaganda trap. You know, to, to make him Hitler. You know what I mean? No, I don't I know. like that. I know it I doesn't like feel right. It doesn't feel None right. The less. Nonetheless, there we are. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Putin, stop, stop it. Uh, yeah, stop. Just, just stop it. Stop it's it. the best thing you could do for yourself. Or somebody stop Putin. One or the other. We're edging closer to that uh, Lindsey Graham moment. Um, really hate having Lindsey Graham's name in this so many times, but that's, <laughs> that's fine. Um, James, thank you. Very much. And Dave, thank you. Thank you to the listeners, uh, however you listen. And a special shout out to Krakatoa. And All right, here I am still. And the alley. With drunks and crazy people. And we love you all.